The machine is ever turning, ever hungry. How do you avoid being eaten? How do you avoid drifting into becoming another cog? Can you escape the machine? Should you try or is it impossible? Pondering these questions and more, I mention the machine. Welcome back to the Mention Machine Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is episode, what, 41, 42? Uh, 43, maybe. 43, wow. This is our uh, next to the last episode of the year. We'll knock one more out after this where we're going to do... The, end uh, of the year report? Yeah, after action review time. Woo! 40, 42. 42. Episode 42. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It is uh, It's currently December. It is a 60-degree day in Pittsburgh, which is damn near unheard of. So if you No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's we, not. Yeah, for Cause, me. Because two years ago when I was biking, it was 60 degrees in December. Not just because you were on the bike. You made it warmer. If you say so. <laughs> anyway. I'm this close from going back to my Stroud to prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, if you hear any noise in the background, uh, I don't know if that's actually going to be cut in or not, where we talked about people doing yard work. It's because it's 60 degrees out in December. For some reason, people feel the need to mow their lawn. No, it's not growing. Mm-mm. I'm not worried about it. I'm not even raking my leaves this year because it's bad for the, uh, what are they? The, the bees? Eh, the insects, some, some of them, I guess. I don't know. People said that's one of the reasons why there's not as many lightning bugs as there used to be when we were kids. I'm okay with that. You don't like lightning bugs? Eh, not really. I thought they were cool. They're not. They're not what they're cracked up to be. Yeah, they're fine. They're harmless. So what's going on, Joe? Let's see. My toilet. Decided, what are we mad about today? My toilet decided <laughs> to explode on me a couple of days ago. <laughs> I'm laying in bed. I hear. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Spring into my bed. Only got two places of water in my house: the bathroom and the kitchen. Went to the bathroom, and there's a culprit. <laughs> The float decided to crack a leak. Mm-hmm. Well, it's leaking in the toilet, though, not yeah. out, so that's good. There was no water damage. No, not yet. Goddamn water damage. Let's see what am I mad about. <laughs> well, I'm mad that I'm just sitting here doing nothing. What do you mean? Wait, I'm waiting on stuff, and I don't like waiting. For a work thing? A yeah. personal thing? Or a... Well, I'm waiting to find out the outcome of, of, of my, my promotion that's not happening. Mm. And I'm trying to figure out the best way to write a civil email that's not going to get me fired. Because <laughs> new, new information comes to light. During the hiring freeze, apparently, somebody went from one department to another and then came back and got more money for the same job. Mm-hmm. Those boomerangs. So, here I am, same place. I've been the same job for eight years unwavering and what do i get nothing yeah well that's that's what the millennials learned is they jumping from job is the best way to make more money you have no stability that way but i guess there's we all learned there's really no stability anyway unfortunately i'm gen x so fuck those millennials (laughs) what are we mad about today joe we're gen x so we're mad about everything (laughs) yep we turned 30 when we were 12 and we stayed 30 (laughs) so i've been using obsidian for the past few months Mm-hmm. More, more, more than I was before. I tried it back in January. Explain Obsidian, because I, I downloaded it and I looked at it and I was like, ah, this looks like an Evernote type of thing. But It is an Evernote type of thing, but it uses Markdown language instead of proprietary bullshit. Mm-hmm. So you can basically take your Markdown language files and read them in a Markdown reader and be able to use them anywhere. Explain Markdown. 
Markdown is like a elementary version of HTML okay. for formatting documents. If you ever go to GitHub, you'll mm-hmm. see a readme.md. That's Markdown language. Okay. That's text on underneath GitHub. That's all Markdown. So Obsidian has an amazing community for plugins. I downloaded one called DataView, and what I do is because I play Minecraft now, they have positions like latitude, X, Y, and Z. So to find places, I put all the stuff. I made a template in, in Obsidian, and I have a hashtag Minecraft. I have a data view that says anything that has hashtag Minecraft, put it in this table. Mm-hmm. So I can actually like make rudimentary databases of the stuff to go find shit. Like anytime I, I get a link from Instagram or YouTube, I throw it into a daily note in, in um, Obsidian. Yeah. Because eventually I'm going to go back through and look look at that stuff again. <laughs> well, like... When when you're bored. <laughs> well, like the one night I'm like, oh, this is a really cool video. I should, I'm not seeing this Eugene at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, don't worry. <laughs> but like I found a bunch of cool recipes that I that I wanted to try. So I've been selling those in, in Evernote as well. And mm. Obsidian as well. I, I've oh, done, I've done I know what I'm really mad about. Oh, oh, oh. Caffeine. Caffeine? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I found a guy on um, YouTube that does, does drinks and stuff. I think it's called King of Drinks or something. Well, back up, back up, because Joel, I don't know if and Dave, you probably know this, but <laughs> for our other other listener, <laughs> Joel's, Joel's been deciding he's going to make his own Red Bull. <laughs> yes, I found the recipe. It was $5 to get like, the little cheat sheet. I'm like, okay, I'll give this guy 5 bucks. Give him the 5 bucks. start making my shopping cart, throw the caffeine in the cart. Now I realized, I can't buy this because I'm not a business. <laughs> I'm like, well, technically I am a business because my computer repair, but I'm pretty sure that's going to look kind of shady. <laughs> so I started doing more research. I'm like, well, I cannot buy pure caffeine on its own. I can buy a keg of beer and get into alcohol poisoning, but I can't buy, I can't OD on caffeine. Yeah. yeah. Well. I'm, a, I'm an American, damn it. <laughs> so I have a friend that might be able to help me because he does some stuff with some beverages. And he might give me some caffeine. If not, 2024... I'm building a beverage company so I can buy caffeine. There you go. We'll build our, uh, our, uh, our own uh, health and fitness subsidy company. 11 cents a, dr- uh, 11 cents a drink for this, this concoction. Who wants fish oil fresh from the Monongahela? Ooh, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Get random powers or random degenerates. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 50 shot of cancer or... Or is is the tumor a useful tumor or not? <laughs> That's about it. Other than the mortgage thing, yeah, mortgage. My dad got annoyed with me the other day during Thanksgiving dinner because he asked me, "Oh, aren't you excited for having a house?" I'm like, "No, not at all." He got very offended. How can you not be excited? I'm like, "Cause I'm paying more bills now." But she owns something. I'm like, "Do I?" And I, the bank still owns it. Mm-hmm. They just let you take care of the land for them. Yep. Fucking bangs. Got a soda. That there you go. How's that working for you? Pretty good. We haven't we haven't really talked talked since you got the sauna. Yeah. Well, it's more it's more of a, a will of battles of like I can stay here in the whole fifteen minutes. It's pretty hot in here. Kind of hard to breathe. Uh-huh. Huh? <laughs> yeah. When you take that nose breath and it burns, and you're like, <laughs> what the hell am I doing in here? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's especially like the the one that uh, at Stout that I go to. Like they, uh, I don't bring my phone or anything in there, so it's usually just me sitting in there. If I'm in there by myself, I hate it. Otherwise, it forces me to be uh, social with the people that are in there, so the time goes by quicker. 
Yeah, I, I tend to listen to audiobooks or podcasts when I'm in there. Yeah, I fucking, uh, 10 minutes in there is a lot. The last time last time I was in there, it was uh, me and two other guys, and when I got it, it was like 90 degrees, and then it crept up to like fucking over 100. 10 minutes was a long time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sauna's good, though. How, how do you clean that thing? Because does it, does it get uh, nasty in there? Or? Well, so far, it hasn't gotten nasty, so... Yeah. I just open it up and let the let the stuff evaporate out. Yeah. I think because it's winter and there's no humidity down in the basement, that just sucks the air out. The sucks, sucks the the, uh, the moisture out. Oh Jesus! What's that? He just hit your car. Uh, well, we're gonna pause this one for now. This just then, a new thing to be mad about. <laughs> yeah, what are you, Joel, what are you mad about now, Joel? Some old guy across the street back into my car. Yeah. Oh man. This is the second time I'm on the opposite side of the road and someone's hit me. It's terrible. I'm pretty sure that guy's backed into my car a couple times. There's scrapes on my on the Kia that they weren't there before. So I don't think he knows how to drive. Oh wait, you're uh, your cameras got that, didn't it? Yeah, I sent. That's what I sent to you. Oh, okay. I that's what I was confused. What you're talking about? No, no. I sent you the video. Of the as much as I, as I could of it. Like you see him back out, and you see the front of your car move. So <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't pointed directly at the the event there, but I'm pretty sure the podcast picked up the crunch. Yeah, probably. Oh shit! So that's another fucking thing for uh for today. Mm-hmm. Oh, it failed to send for some reason. Now Monday, I gotta go talk to somebody. Terrible, terrible. At least I was here. Yeah, because otherwise he'd have just drove off. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that I got signs saying that you're recorded. Mm-hmm. Well, she did not want me hear their insurance. Probably like, not. Like, probably they probably don't have it. It's like five hundred deductible. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Here's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you probably don't want to call your insurance again anyway. I want to change insurance, actually. Yeah. Somehow this will be my fault again. Yeah, even though your car was parked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wonder what the hell he was looking at. He claims the dip was why he lost orientation. The dip? Yeah, to get onto the road from his... Yeah. (laughs) Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, so 2023 is almost over. It's mm-hmm. been a hell of a year. Yeah, um, what's new with me? Uh, my mom had brain surgery. Um, that was scary. Uh, she, I talked to her a couple weeks ago, and she, her speech was kind of slurred, and she said she has had trouble feeling things with her hands. So I took her to the emergency room, and they did a bunch of tests, found out she had a mass on the back of her brain. So she was unable to drain fluids correctly so they had to they had to remove that that was done by a human oh uh you know uh sarah weck you know that name i don't remember that name that guy he was the uh the uh coroner for allegheny county but his son his son's the one who did the surgery so Mm. big name so she's home and she's uh seems to be doing well but that's uh, that was one other thing that happened this year because this year has been seems like it's been a uh, doozy. Yeah, it's been a bunch of bad shit. 
over and over again. I mean, there's good stuff in there, but again, when we get to the, the actual act, after action review, we'll see what kind of stuff is going on. Mm -hmm. uh, I did it in your car, killed all our podcasts, my bad. <laughs> That's a second accident? Yeah, the second accident I've had without me being in the car. Uh -huh. Had a pad bus hit me back in 2012, 2013. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Where were you parked when that happened? Oakland. Oh, yeah. Well, Oakland makes sense because those people don't know how to drive down there. You think the bus driver would know how to drive, though? Yeah, yeah. Better than being one of those dumbasses that doesn't know stop here on red what that means and always has mm -hmm. to back up into traffic to let a bus get by. Yep. Whew. The fun, the fun. Let's talk about something more fun. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go see the new Godzilla movie this weekend. So what is, why is there another one? Why do we have so many Godzilla movies? Everyone says this one's good. They said, they said the last couple. No, this one's, this one's supposed to be like movie of the year type good. So it's all subtitled. I think it takes place in Japan during World War II. That's so. about the full report. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, from a self-development perspective, what else is going on here? Uh, I'm going to do the Jocko Def Reset in January. By which, yourself. Yeah, well, that's fine. You dragged me through too much stuff for me to, to just blindly go into another one. Yeah, but look how powerful you've become. <laughs> you call that power, I call it suffering. <laughs> this one's not bad. You just uh, get a workout in every day. You read couple pages of a book it's it's basically Jocko's version of 75 hard but it's uh, only for a month so you ain't got to do it for the, 75 days where's the poop where's the poop mm -hmm. what do you mean there's some poop in there somewhere <laughs> there's no poop it's gotta be no no it's just by building the habit and starting the year off strong that's all everything you you dragged me into it's like oh this looks okay oh wait by the way we're doing something crazy here you go <laughs> Till failure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, there's, I don't think there's anything bad about this one because Jocko's not. I mean, if Goggins was like, oh, we're doing a death reset, I'd be like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, <laughs> you're going to run four miles every four hours for, for the whole fucking month. <laughs> like the hell I am. <clears throat> I ain't doing nothing of the sort. Oh, so you're going to get in my car too? <laughs> yeah. I just got over my shell shock again and having an accident months ago. I know, man. You finally like you finally got the car back. You finally got a new car, and like you were back mobile. And eh, thought you wanted to talk about something different. Well, then the car drove by. Yeah. <laughs> what I was trying to get to is Wheel of Time. Oh yeah, yeah. So I've been. If anybody's ever read the Wheel of Time series, uh, Joel has completed the first book of the series. I I just completed my re-listen to of the. I never listened to them before, but I I've read the first book twice now. The first I, I read it in middle school, which was probably like ninety two, ninety three. So then I, when I heard Amazon was making the show, I was like, oh, I wonder if they ever finished it. And I found out they finished the series, so I went and uh, did a reread. And then I roped Joel in because now I want to do a uh, another reread and catch all the stuff I missed the first time. Because yeah. it's 14 books and it's long, but it's worth it. 
Uh, I got eight more Amazon uh, Audible credits right now. Yeah, I got three, so I got some stuff. I got some credits to burn. But how did you like it, Joe? So, I've got some issues. <laughs> well, we're talking about the book, not you. But dumb Ching. There are characters. Certain authors do certain things. It grades on me. Fortunately, I've listened to enough Neil Stevenson that some of the things that usually bother me don't bother me as much now. Yeah, Neil Stevenson's another one of those guys that like describes every blade of grass in a scene. It's like, mm-hmm. we well, just fucking... Or it'd be in the middle of a, a firefight, and then 50 pages later, you come back to the firefight. Uh, yeah. You don't know if your favorite character would death 250 yeah. pages. By the way, I'm going to go into an in-depth fucking extrapolation about where this one bullet that was loaded in the gun came from. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get back to the actual action. So, I said this in the car. This had some Hunger Games feel to it. And what I mean by that is, you got this character who's, who's, mm, that's pretty good. Like he's not, he's not the dumbest guy. He's not the smartest guy, but he's above average, and he's no, he knows a few things. But in some aspects, he's just dumb as shit, and won't accept some some shit. <laughs> yeah, but as I pointed out, he's a shepherd. Like they keep calling him a shepherd. He wasn't expected to be like the hero of the world or anything. He's a shepherd. Yes. Like, but when eight people tell you the same thing, you're like, no, 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 that can't be right, that can't be right. When people who are way more, more intelligent than you have way more lineage than you. Did you miss the part in the series where they talk about how stubborn the people from that village are? But he's not from that village. He grew up in that village. But he's not from the village. Oh, now you're dealing with nature versus nurture, my friend. <laughs> As you put it, how was it? He's desert Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Yale. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, your hair doesn't look the same as everyone else's. You're way taller than everybody else. It gets even trickier than that because I, I learned on, uh, after I read the, after I was done with the series and I started looking at the stuff that I missed, that uh, who his half-brother is, and you've already met his half-brother, but they don't ever, they, I, I miss when they make the connection that tells you mm. who he is. I probably missed a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I want to go back either. No, no, no. You just, uh... I'll just go find some cliff notes and read through those. Yeah, and, and you go on any of the Reddit threads. They usually tell you which book is it's safe to, like, look at uh, spoilers for. There's I... also a companion app that it'll tell you if you're on this book and you want to look up something. So if you want to look up, like, Rand, for instance, it'll only tell you what you know about what you should know about Rand at this point in the series. I I have an issue also that books I can tell within the first couple chapters of an author's and I'm like I'm gonna like it or not much like TV shows mm-hmm. and the guy energy drink why do you do this to me well because you didn't you said you were getting a Red Bull but I don't see a Red Bull here well I thought about it and decided not to yeah, so well. I'll drink this anyway. I was kind of iffy on the author as is, mm-hmm. but then the book had a ten-minute interview at the end, and I definitely don't like this guy now. <laughs> I don't know why. Like he didn't even come off as smug or anything in the interview. It's like, it he came off smug, but it's like, okay, so I'll I'll go back. Months ago, my dad was obsessed with this book. This this was a football player, I guess. He was like, <laughs> so so your issue with Robert Jordan relates to your dad. <laughs> no, no. It's, I'm getting to that part. So this guy, the guy was very, was very like religious. He mm-hmm. went to, into football. 
and then he discovered like he rediscovered God and he became a farmer. Yeah, I think I remember you talking about that. My dad one. was so excited. This book is so amazing, so powerful, so great. And I'm listening to this book and I listen to the guy talk. I'm like, you're fucking, you're fucking fake as shit. <laughs> like there's these breadcrumbs of shit that just doesn't make it. Like you say one thing, but then you always do something else. Like there's a, there's a part in the book where he talks about his dad working in D.C. To get a government job to like take care of him, mm-hmm. he's all upset of his dad never being around. He'd never do that. Fast forward to him having a kid. Now he's playing fucking football all the time, and his kid's like, "Daddy, don't go." Oh, look, asshole! You became what you didn't want to be. <laughs> and not the exact. There's a song about that. Uh, Cats in the Cradle. <laughs> I think we talked about that before. And I, I made thought that, that song was the other way around. It was like, no, he grows up and his dad's never around. And he when he he grows then. As he's growing up, his dad's never around, and he, when his dad wants to hang out with him when he's an old man, like, the kid can never be around, because the kid's the same as his dad. Oh, I looked at it the other way around, because it's like, the the, da- the kid didn't become the dad, but the dad became, was like, oh, wait, I want to hang out, now I can't. No, the, the kid, the dad wanted to hang out, but the kid couldn't, because the kid was out there working, that's why he says, son, uh, dad, I've become just like you, or some shit. Yeah. I remember that but, song, there's... there was my buddy Ben, one one time. I don't know what the hell he was doing, but he, he got into a conversation with some some random guy, and he was just trying to convince the guy that that song was all about shooting up heroin. <laughs> and he was like, the, and the cat's in the cradle, the cradle's the spoon that you cook the heroin on. <laughs> yeah, it was a ridiculous conversation. Anyway, back to your point. But, like, when I listen to books or read stuff, like, these little breadcrumbs go, like, start fitting in my mind. I'm like, this isn't fit. Or this is all. This is cool. This is not cool. There's some bullshit here. <laughs> like, when I play Dungeons & Dragons with one of my buddies, I'm like, the one guy tries to set up a trap. I'm like, clearly we don't touch that that, that, that gym right there. That gym going to set some shit off. I ain't touching that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just expecting the unexpected. Like, I want to say it's almost kind of like my sixth sense in a way of like... I can tell if I'm gonna like or not like something, or something's gonna put me off. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I mean, there's, there's bad stuff like that, but there's also the eye, the eye of the world book. Like I told you, is it's probably one of the weakest ones in the yeah. series because no, he just still doesn't get, know what he's doing. I don't hate the book, but like, there's aspects of the book that piss me off. Well, it's a, a good book should. It should. Yeah, a good book. If you if you loved everything about a good book, with like it didn't make you feel something primal in the bottom of your heart where you're angry about some part of it, then it's not that good of a book. Like I disagree. No, there's, what? there's been a couple books I've read. I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking amazing. Like what the uh, the MS DOS manual for beginners? You leave DOS 3.22 alone, <laughs> my friend. That was a that was a game changer. <laughs> no, but like for example, there's just a series. It's, I figure it was called a Cassandra or something or other. It's like, it's distant future, there's two factions, the one faction created artificial life, it's taboo, this artificial, intel- the artificial entity decides to run away from where she was and goes to the other, other side. Well, the whole series is like her, like, fitting in with this other world and, like, fighting all this random shit, and it's like, it was one of those things, like, I loved everything about this book. Hmm. Like, yeah, I got annoyed occasionally, but I didn't hate parts of the book, I was like, this is, like, I understand why they're doing this, and this is... I'm like, I can't wait for that guy to fucking die. Yeah, yeah. And as somebody pointed out with this, though, is like there, uh, there are people that when you're reading the book, these books, you'll be like, I, I don't like this character, but they're they're a good character, but they're not a good person. And I'm like, okay, that explains it. That's why I don't like them. It's like they're written really well, and you understand their motivations, but they're not. Well, the thing is, good I people. I don't care if a character's good or bad. 
I want characters to be... Okay, I think Mother Issue is... It's kind of like with horror movies. Mm-hmm. When you got the heroine, like, this is big in the 80s. The cats in the cradle? The heroine? Heroin, not I know. heroin. <laughs> but like, for example, in the 80s, they were real big on this. The girl escapes the guy, jumps in this all-wheel drive truck, yeah. driving up this hill, all of a sudden just jumps out of the truck and runs in the forest so she can get caught. Like, some of the, some of the dumb shit that happens, it's like, you should know better. Like, you need to just die right fucking now. Well, that's entirely the point of the first Scream movie. That's, that's exactly what he said, is there's rules to surviving a horror movie, and that's why. It's because all those tropes and things like that. But there's so many people that fucking do the same dumb shit. Well, I just always laugh whenever it's a zombie movie and people don't know that. They don't, like, oh, this is a zombie? They don't, they don't have a word for it? Or, oh, there's no such thing as vampires. We don't know what the hell this thing is. Like, well, it's like I make the joke about the black uh, horror movies. Like, like bunch of black people go camping. What's that noise? Let the fuck out of here. Pack up, go home. No one dies. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, my sense of self-preservation is very high. Shit starts going south. You get the fuck out now. You don't uh, go. Oh, oh, absolutely. I am entirely, I am entirely uh, on that that same vein. I do not play around with weird noises in the woods. I'm not investigating shit. I'll never forget. If I investigate things, it's because I've watched those special forces in a. In a horror movie type thing, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's fucking Chucky. Let me just kick him across the goddamn yeah. room. <laughs> well, look, my, I'll never forget my buddy Scott and I were like, this is like, I don't even know, it was, high, it was either high school or college, and we're walking from like Harborville, from the bowling alley down to Burger King. I don't know why we walked all the way down mm. there, but like we're walking through the back alleys. This is back before all that stuff was back there. Yeah, yeah. And we hear, and I'm like, and he goes, what's that noise? He turns around, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm like, I take around to find out. He's like, let's go investigate. I'm like, nope. <laughs> you brought the wrong friend with you. You should have brought Scooby because I'm gone. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Although Shaggy and Scooby were the same. They were like, we're out of here. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I ain't playing around with that. Not, not, none of that shit. I'm like, if it's go time, it's go time. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why, like, I keep my cardio up, because if I'm running, I'm fucking running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, you think you can slowly walk after me? Good luck, because I can run for four and a half hours. <laughs> well, I always think about that, though. It's like... Thanks, Dave, for the shoe recommendations, by the way. Good. I'm glad that worked out. But, like, I just get annoyed. I get annoyed with media, because now my I got a new kick now, thanks to you. What? <laughs> Actually, thanks to you and thanks to, um, who wrote Wheel of Time? Robert Jordan. And thanks to Robert Jordan. I fucking hate editors and I hate fucking producers. Because <laughs> they're the fucking gatekeepers keeping cool shit from being cool. Yeah, but have you ever seen a non... See, I'll say this. Uh, a bad editor and a bad producer will make bad stuff. Good editors and good producers make good stuff. When you get, it's the same thing, like, have you ever seen a good actor in a movie with a bad director? And you're like, this actor, he sucks. But you put him in front of a good director and, like, they get the good performance. It's the same thing where it's like they all pull together. Well, like, I don't know. I, I think the other thing, too, is I've been listening to a, bunch of, a couple podcasts. And, and the consensus has been that now it's getting to the point where mainstream media and stuff, they used to be gatekeepers. Now there's no gatekeepers. So now they're shitting on... And I don't want to say alternate media. I want to say non-mainstream media. That's hmm. like, well, we can't censor it. I'm like, well, why are you allowed to censor it? Like, maybe these people want to get this information. 
Yeah. Like I look. So, for example, one of my favorite po- podcasts is Politics, Politics, Politics. It's what got me up to speed on what's going on in the political world. Hmm. Because, as he puts it, if politics is a circus, he's a rodeo clown dealing drug in the back parking lot. <laughs> so he talks about all the crazy shit, and like he knows all the fucking dirt. Yeah. Like he his start in politics was he read in the newspaper that uh, Billy Clinton got a blowjob, and all of a sudden he's all in the politics. Because like this shit happens. They're putting this in the fucking newspaper. I remember when that was like such a big scandal in mm-hmm. the '90s, and it's like compared to now, it's like shh, who cares? But like what he does is every year he puts out a survey, and he that shapes his podcast. He used to do a thing called the uh, pole dance. When every time they had a, had a political poll, he announced <laughs> like a strip club DJ. We found out a lot of people were like ah we don't really like that. Can you just do more of this and less of that? And like and over time his podcast becomes the product that everybody wants. Yeah. Like, your audience is out there. you got to pander to your audience. Although that brings to mind one of my newest pet peeves. Uh-oh. Do we need a jingle? We should. We should. It's, uh, we should have a little noise, like a cheap cheep or something for, like, a pet peeve. Like, you know. Well, I'll work on it. Yeah. Uh, so. I got this I'm, episode anyway, so I might as well add it. <laughs> I am tired of, uh, I'm tired of surveys. I'm tired of products asking me for surveys. I'm tired of getting emails saying fill out this survey. I'm tired of being on a website minding my own goddamn business and suddenly it wants a survey. Like, I'm tired of it. Like, you don't need my input that much. I hate trickery. So. (laughs) Trickery and black magic. No, I'm okay with black magic. (laughs) It's that white magic. Yeah, we won't talk about that. <laughs> but like, so I've been playing Minecraft for the past month with my. Buddies. Oh wait, wait, wait! That that just—I just had an idea. We need to do a uh, an angry Black Panther Joel version of like his review of Eye of the World and. Robert Jordan just go into all the stuff about the white cloaks and the dark oh. reds and just fucking go off like we'll get you a big fake afro and like <laughs> so I might as well just do this now because I, we're not going to produce that <laughs> so I'm sitting here listening to the Eye of the World intergalactic what it's like reminds me of uh I'm all rats uh cl- yeah no what was this the Chasing Amy the scene in Chasing Amy at the beginning when mm-hmm. he's talking about Dar- Darth Vader mm-hmm. <laughs> you call it intergalactic civil war? <laughs> what the hell did he say? Yeah. Gentrification. <laughs> so I'm sitting here listening to this mo- listen to this book. I know it's old timey and like I'm sitting uh, and usually I've been listening while I'm, while I'm making dinner. So I've been cook- doing a lot of cooking whenever I'm doing this stuff. And like the one he just clicks on me, he keeps calling people with dark friends. I'm like, wait a second. White cloaks, I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> like. Master this, master that, like the dragon. <laughs> What's going on here? And once you point that out, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> like it's not, it's, it's entirely not racial in the book at all. But it's you can see where like somebody's like, what? <laughs> it's, it's about some farm boys going off to save the world from the dark friends. <laughs> but then, I, then, then I, I set that up and I was like, so this dark friends, they're actually light skinned minorities because you can't tell if they're white or not that's why they're dark friends you can't always tell who a dark friend is wouldn't they just call them high yellow friends <laughs> that it depends on what <laughs> but they call them dark friends because <laughs> i was like i'm sitting there like why am i doing this why am i putting something in this book that's not there oh because oh, it's human nature that's why because it makes it more funny to interpret it that way uh-huh. like... 
But then if you actually look at the cast for the Netflix show. I know, that's what I did the other day. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm curious who the, who, who the I cannot say these names to save my life. Morgana, Moraine. Moraine. Yeah, I looked at her, I'm like, okay. And then looking at all these, I'm like, why do we have all these races? You're in a backwoods farm. <laughs> Either all one color, not not all this, this. Why do we have a technicolor raincoat of grace? <laughs> you don't look like you're from the two rivers. It's like nobody looks like they're from the fucking two rivers. <laughs> like you got two couple. You got you got a redheaded dude. You got a fucking regular white dude. You got a black dude. You got a, like a mixed looking lady. Mm-hmm. And all, another mixed looking lady, all from the two rivers. It's like what the hell? There's nobody that looks like they're from the two rivers. Nope. <laughs> That's a that's a challenge for you. As I now now that you've read the first book, you can watch the first season of that show, and you can see how uh, you they're know, butchering it. Uh, this is gonna be peripheral all over again. That's fucking all the good moments for uh, the the guy characters. They they push them aside and make it like the Avengers scene when the the, the chicks all show up for no reason at the same mm-hmm. place. So like, that's the other thing about the book that that was driving me a little nuts, was like, when I read when I was listening to the book, they're talking about how like you got the men and women can wield the power, but the men all went crazy. So the women are the good the good ones. The men are the, like, this is written in the 1990s though. Why is this already here? <laughs> I I don't know. I guess I just like the old fashioned days. Let's just do a cool story and not worry about it. It is a cool story. It wasn't really about that, but that's just no, the I'm, way. I'm the... saying now. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm saying I don't I... want to worry about all that and think about all that. Yeah, and like just I enjoyed the ride. That's the thing. Like I just want to enjoy the ride. I don't want to. I don't want to check all the boxes. Yeah, exactly. Fucking it's politics, like, man. Because like, here's the thing. If if like Resident Evil. I have no problem with Resident Evil. I don't with Millie Jolovich being the main character. Mm-hmm. Some female badass, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Some Asian badass, awesome. Korean, Chinese, I don't care. Just give me a fucking badass. Right. Right, exactly. Like I I, I, I never cared of I never cared what race Apollo Creed was. I never cared what race Rocky was. I never cared. You should have. Because Brock is American. That's what he was. A goddamn American. So was never... Apollo Creed. I'm thinking of the Russian guy. That was Drago. Drago was Russian, and that—that's why uh, Drago was Russian. Actually, Drago was from uh, Ukraine. Mm. Back back when they were still part of the USSR. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> we're way off the uh, off in the woods today. Well, Joel's typing away and multitasking. Well, sometimes you just gotta do your your work and do a podcast at the same time. Yeah. Well. Nothing about the fucking debt in your fucking car from them to old assholes. Mm-hmm. Good old spaghetti. I'm not being very stoic right now. That's hard to, but that's the that's the time to do it the most. I'm gonna t- uh, I've been saying this the past two months, but January I'm gonna start the books at the, uh, the uh, those two books at the beginning. Which one? The Daily Daily, Daily Stoic and Robert Green. Daily Mastery. Yeah, I I don't know if you saw the link I sent to you about the uh, Huber. Andrew Huberman. Of the that was Robert a three-hour podcast, and I'm like, I got to get this book done. <laughs> yeah, I haven't listened to it yet either, but I wanted to put it on your radar because it's probably <laughs> like, a pretty goddamn good can one. We, can we finish this by Friday by noon? I'm like, I'll get this done by Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanted to finish the book because I wanted to, one of the reasons why I got Joel into reading this series because I wanted somebody else to talk about mm-hmm. with it because it's there's a lot of uh, 
it's an in-depth series, so a lot of stuff in there that you missed the first time, and as people are reading it, you can talk about with them, and it's cool. I'd start a book club if I had the time. Well, I'm I'm on board. As, if I can commiserate somebody with a book or a pizza pot, like look, Chris and I've been watching a lot of just random shit. Like I think the first month, I'm like, I'm gonna share the Riddick trilogy. <laughs> I still gotta share with Jason Statham but like I've been showing all these different movies and stuff and she's like these are awesome <laughs> like our first unofficial day I showed her Victor um, Little China and Buckaroo Bonsai and she actually enjoyed both of them I didn't enjoy Buckaroo time, Bonsai but I, I saw it like every now time, not. It, what's funny is every time something crazy happens she goes ah oh, the 80s <laughs> fucking Big yeah. Trouble in Little China but you had fucking um, uh, Ian Malcolm, um, Jeff uh, Jeff Goldblum in a cowboy outfit, like. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum's a national treasure. He is. Oh, Henry Kissinger died. Yeah, I saw that. Hundred years old. I th- I thought he was ninety six. I could have swore he was ninety six. Might be Mandela effect. I know that because two sources that I trusted a hundred years old, and I could have swore I wrote ninety six were ninety six somewhere. Hmm. Mm. Henry Kissinger. Trusted sources. Trusted sources. Mm-hmm. Said ninety six or a hundred. No, I'm saying. So, as you know, I don't really care about politics. I would. But your favorite podcast is called Politics, Politics, Politics. I'm seeing a uh, a friction here. <laughs> well, the reason it's my favorite is because he doesn't take a side. He uh, just talks yeah. about the crazy shit. Well, that's the same thing. Like, no if, agenda. They don't take a side. And yeah. Like... Well, it's like. If somebody, if someone did something fucking crazy, Justin fucking knows about it. Like he, he does another show called "We're Not Wrong" with two other guy, two other people I listen to, and like the one woman, she hates this horse race of politics, but like Justin's like all in for it, and like <laughs> she mentions something random, he's like he just pulls it out of the air, like um I think this week's episode he interviewed the guy from C-SPAN, who does all they have so you can go to C-SPAN's archive mm-hmm. and look at everything. That's good. And they've been there's a guy that makes a podcast from there, and Justin loves this guy. Well, the guy gave him like a, a pop quiz about I figured what the thing was. He went from now back then it took him back to like eighty nineteen eighty to stump him. Hmm. Like that's how much political knowledge this guy has. That's nice. That reminds me of the uh, Daryl Daryl Cooper. He's the he's the guy that does the Martyr Made podcast. Where he goes in depth and things like he's the one that prior to what's going on in Israel and Palestine, now he did a, I think it was like six episode podcast that was like over ten hours worth of material talking about what what that all means, what what all that stuff was. He does a and he does a he does a podcast with Jocko called The Unraveling, where they go in in depth on a lot of that shit. I had another th- thought that I just lost. Well, like. For example, No Agenda and Politics, 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 and a couple other ones that I listen to. Like, I'd rather get my information from them because I know they've, they've done their due diligence mm-hmm. and they're not just slinging shit to sling shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Andrew Heaton did a show. Uh, his is called A Political Orphanage. And he oh, I remember my thought now. Good. He did a show about the Berlin Wall and how it came down. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, if he fucking did history, I'd be all about history. Yeah. Because, like, he painted the picture of what it was like for the Berlin one ball to be up on the day it came down, how mm-hmm. it came down. Yeah. And, like, he made it interesting. Yeah, you'd probably like Martyr Made if you, if you haven't listened to it. What I, what I was thinking about was, um, remember when you were talking about, uh, like, blockchain for the internet and, like, an internet archive type of thing? Mm-hmm. Or, like, a, 
something like that you were talking about like so because people can change facts and things like that mm-hmm. the uh, i recently watched the new mission impossible movie and that's the problem they're having is there is an ai that has access to all these systems and it's changing f- things and it becomes like a whichever government can control it first is going to be the one that basically controls the history and mm. future going forward mm-hmm. and i was thinking about that i just made the connection now by your old, your yeah. blockchain idea with it because there's a scene in the movie where once the u.s government knows that this thing is out there and they can't control it and it's accessed their systems and then it's like okay well it didn't do anything, but it left footprints, obvious footprints, saying basically, like, I'll be back whenever yeah. I want. Uh-huh. And you see, like, there's just this fucking big hangar warehouse where there's just people on typewriters just typing everything up so they have a physical <laughs> copy of what the real history was before this thing edit, edits their archives and everything. It's like, it's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's what Joel wanted, but, but it was like, Joel wanted a digital version of this. Yeah, there. I had an idea for, so my buddy and I play a lot of random video games. And, like, one of the things is a lot of people like these survival survival games. And my spin on the survival game was to have a thing where, like, you had this world where, like, data got, like, the, the internet got shattered. Mm-hmm. And these people had these little, like, internet, they, they talk about this internet in a box where, like, you have enough information to restart the world. Yeah. yeah. And, like, in the game, you'd start off with, like, like a crappy version of this internet in a box that was, un, was kind of broken. And you would actually go through and like try and conquer the rivers and find more information mm-hmm. to build a better information repository. Yeah. Because when you have more information, you can build different shit and do research and shit. And like all these things would have like a rating of like, oh, this is you can trust eighty percent of the stuff in here, or you can trust ten percent or whatever. And like you could basically go through and like conquer the people. And once you conquer their, you get their information, and then you can become more powerful. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was. I'm probably butchering the idea as I'm saying it right now. It sounds like an, it, it sounds promising to me. I actually like it. It seems like a uh, almost like a farming type of like a farming like build your community type of game of like Fallout, where mm-hmm. like you're like, oh, this is, we come out of this thing and we have this bare amount of information that we can trust, and we're going to trust that. But you can find other information. You yeah. can sort of trust it, sort of not. Yeah, or you could do, or you could like just build a research facility and like make your own shit. Yeah, yeah. By the way, there apparently they watched the trailer for uh, the Fallout TV series. I am so scared. I didn't look at any of it. I, I've seen a couple of memes pop up that say who is involved in it, and I guarantee it's going to be woke garbage. Well, I'm not worried about being woke garbage. Here's a word about Nolan. One of the Nolans is on it. The same Nolan that did the peripheral, hmm. that butchered the, the awesome story. Like, here's the blueprint for awesomeness. Just follow the blueprint. Like Nolan's, like, Dark Knight Nolan? I Tenant Nolan? Whoever did Westworld and Peripheral. Oh, I don't know. I don't know who did the... I think it's the other Nolan brother. Okay. Yeah. He's he's the one that was involved in uh, Man of Steel. Yeah, I I don't... That's when I start to see your, uh, your hatred of producers and stuff is when there's material out there that's perfectly fine, but then they have to change it for some fucking reason. Which is why I'm glad that uh, Henry Cavill isn't... Well, Henry Cavill with The Witcher is a prime mm-hmm. example of that. They changed it for no fucking reason. Um, not that I was familiar with the source material anyway, uh, but him being involved in the Warhammer stuff that he's making for Amazon makes me hopeful that that'll be cool because he's uh, he's very familiar with the source material. Yeah, but like, like I said, my, I think my biggest pet peeve, and it keeps coming back to it, Quit trying to expand your fan base. If you have a rapid fan base, you'll make enough money. 
but right. people, but people are getting too greedy, and they want to make even more money, so they want to open it up to people. There's a there's another book I listened to, I think it's called Accelerado. I think it talks about the singularity. It's pre singularity, during the singularity, and after singularity. Mm-hmm. And there's a character. Um, there's a character. He's like um. Oh, train of thought. Train of thought. <laughs> oh, the main character is like this one dude. He's like a. He's like an ideas guy. Instead of him getting paid, he gets paid. He gets paid in like stuff. Mm-hmm. So like he does a job for Verizon. He has unlimited his cell phone for life. Instead of fly, like buying airplane tickets, he gets free tickets from mm-hmm. this company. So he has he na- he makes no money, so he pays no taxes. Mm-hmm. His ex fiance works for the U.S. Department of Treasury. It's like you owe this, all this money. Goes, I don't make any money, so how can I be paid taxes? Yeah. <laughs> they end up having a daughter. She's like the the, the during the singularity, mm-hmm. but then. The singularity being our merging with technology? Yeah. Okay. So then there's the post-singularity section, and basically, like, they created a, a Dyson sphere. Mm. And, like, there's, like, part, part of humanity decided to go digital, and, like, they've, they've evolved so much that they're just, like, silicon, and no one can talk to them. Well, that's expanding through the, through the, sol- the solar system, and they're trying to convince people that we need to leave. So she runs for government. And now there's so many people in this world that, like, they talk about how she has to, like, get, like, 18 different dresses and how she has to do all these different campaigns mm-hmm. to try and crack all these different things. And it's kind of like an allegory for, like, people who are running for office. It's like, okay, which, who am I going to get on my team to vote? Right. Like, do I get the Teamsters? Do I get the teachers? Do I get the Evan? Evan? Yeah. It's like there's all these so, so much fractured shit. Yeah, the pie sliced so thin that it's like you you don't mean anything. Like, exactly. So by watering it da- watering something pure down like that, mm-hmm. you're not going to get more money. You're just going to be a flop. Yeah. And people just keep fucking doing it over and over again. It drives me nuts. Well, I think they're starting to learn their lesson. Like Disney just came out and said they're not going to focus on the message anymore. They're going to focus on making entertainment. What message? Well, they were doing all the woke garbage stuff with all the Marvel movies, and they kept failing. Why don't you go woke? You go broke. That's what's happening. Um, yeah. But like I said, it's it, it's funny because it's like I feel like I'm just repeating myself over and over and over again. I feel like I want to step away from the internet a lot of the time because I'm just like I just can't fucking deal with it anymore. Like there's it's not fun anymore. It just puts me in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking the other day, I was like, what the hell else is there to do on the internet besides go to these same couple of websites? Like the internet, the internet used to be a fun place to go explore, but now it's like. Well, I fucking... thought about this too. Like back in the day, I used to use RSS feeds. That's when Google was doing the stuff. I remember. And I and I and instead of me going to all these websites, I just read my RSS feed and went to the sites when I needed to. Yeah. And it was great, but now it's like. There's no sites I don't want to go to. Like I, don't, I know Reddit's a good place to go to, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like it's also a cesspool. Yeah, but I feel like I'm just being funneled. I'm like, mm-hmm. like um, Adam Courage was talking today about algorithms. How like he thought it was algorithms that were like destroying the internet. No, it's people because they want a certain type of interaction, and that's usually destructive. Mm-hmm. So it's it's annoying. Like. I, I I had do you remember do you remember the internet yellow pages? Yeah, yeah. I have the first and second edition somewhere. <laughs> and mm. the guy had a forward about how this is the wild west of the internet. And the new in the near future it's gonna be censored and controlled and you're gonna miss this. I'm like, it's already happening. Yeah. Like I, I miss uh well, I mean I just miss randomly finding out there was some website that had something cool going on on it mm-hmm. and then like 
I mean, it might go away in a year or two, but it was... I think the other issue, too, is that, like, everything's becoming centralized. The mm-hmm. internet was built in case of a nuclear bomb goes off, we can still communicate. But now they put all the servers in one fucking place. <laughs> With all our information in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, time to get on the CB radios. I do have a hand license. Mm, I need to get mine. I need to actually make some calls, because I've, I've got my hand license. I've never actually made an actual radio call yet. Hmm. I found there are satellites that to be done. I'm like, I want to talk to satellites. I want to talk to people. <laughs> yeah, what are the satellites running on? Windows 97? No, they're probably running on DOS. <laughs> but, like, I laugh because, like, I was just talking to my manager today, and she's talking about how this one guy might take over another department. It's like, well, he's not, he might not be allowed to manage people because he's, um, he's a contractor and he's from, he's had a, he has a visa. But I, I keep coming back to like, I don't manage people, I manage, I manage machines. Like, it's like that, um, Neville, does it Neville? The, the guy we did the, the deep dive, no, the, the, um, the, the tweet storm he did the book on. Tweet storm? Oh, um, the guy that did Black Swan and all mm-hmm. that. But, like, he talks about how, like... Naval, Naval, right? Yeah. yeah. But, like, he talks about, like, you, you've got this army of computer robots that do your bidding. Like, mm-hmm. that's all I ever do anymore, just can tell things to do things. Mm-hmm. And I think, I keep coming about that, that scene in Snow Crash where he's on the boat trying to work with that virus. He can't look at it, so he makes tools to look at, the, look, to look at it. Uh-huh. And that's how I feel like I'm, uh, half my life at work is anymore. <laughs> well, this data's too big to look at. Let me write a, a tool to look at the tool and tell me, what it's, tell me what's there. And that's it. I mean, like, everything we're doing is a tool on a tool on a tool, because otherwise, I mean, I'm not writing anything in binary. You're not? <laughs> I don't know how to make a light bulb, so it's all tools on tools on tools. I have this project I'm working on for a buddy of mine, and the code started falling apart after I put everything together. Everything mm-hmm. works individually, but I put everything together and just stopped working. When our powers combine, we don't work. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Chad GPT and had it write me a, um, to write me a, some code, and it, it did it really well. I haven't been able to re- recreate it, but I know that I haven't, I also haven't told Chad GPT the proper way to do it. Mm. But at the same time, I was like, hey, Chad GPT, how do we make this, write this, this prompt so you can do this better? Yeah. And it did it, I'm like, this is kind of creepy. <laughs> I, I've used ChatGPT for that. I've posted a bunch of code, and they'll be like, should this work? And it's like, yeah, but there's a couple problems you might want to look at that for scalability. I'm like, good thinking, ChatGPT. <laughs> I, I think I spent the one day, like, I, I, it was like a two-hour stint, like, late at night. I'm sitting there, do this, do that. I'm like, hey, it's working. Okay, do this. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe I should go to bed and try again in the morning. Uh, it's, a, it's an interesting world, I guess, we're getting into. But it's, it's, also inter- it's interesting, but it's also annoying because the people who are making decisions don't know what's going on. Oh, that's been fucking forever. Like, people get mad at me when I say that I wouldn't let, I wouldn't vote for Biden or Trump because I wouldn't trust them to drive my car. And it's like, oh. well, well, you just seen what an old person did. Uh-huh. Like, Biden didn't know the fucking internet from the back of his head. And, like, neither does Trump. Like, Fun fact, Joe Biden's had his skull open twice. Hmm. Why? <laughs> Brain surgery. Oh. Did not know that. Do not like that having that knowledge. But uh, yeah. 
fucking uh, gonna be an interesting uh, gonna be an interesting year coming up. It'll be uh, next podcast. We'll get into that a lot more. Uh-huh. Talking about our our hopes and dreams for 2024. What are those? Hopes and dreams. Uh-huh. I don't know. I've had some at some point, and I, uh, I I vaguely remember the smell of them. I am in the Takashi Kovacs mode. Just get to the next screen. <laughs> <laughs> You've been saying that for forever. That's why you needed a good challenge, a good kick in the ass. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. That's why you needed. I was happy. Okay. I had money in my bank account. I was getting out of debt. Then bam, house. I didn't tell you to buy the house. That I was your dad. Say, I didn't say you did. I was I was happily putting you on the path of hey, read these books and they'll they'll make you hey start working out. Hey, start a we'll start a podcast. Things were going good. But still, yeah. things are still going good. It's just there's a couple more hiccups I don't appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The never-ending project list is now yours. It's funny. A couple of my friends. What are you doing this weekend? Staying the fuck home. <laughs> yeah. Try not to spend money. Yeah, what are you doing on vacation? What are you doing on this week? You took off from work. Not a damn thing. <laughs> I can try not to do anything. People are like, hey, what time do you want to put up the uh, Christmas decorations? Never. I think my favorite was um, Thanksgiving. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm gonna go to Ohio. <laughs> I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Raisin Cane's. I'm sorry, I'm gonna go to Arthur Streeters, and I'm gonna go to the Goodwill. I'm gonna go to Micro Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I've had that trip on that same road in uh, in Ohio. That's a uh, I love Ohio. Forget that neighborhood, but there's uh, my favorite. One of my favorite. Well, it actually is my favorite bottle shop. Is right there, Vintage Vintage Estates. They uh. So many, so many beers you could try. Good food too. But uh, yeah, I've got to go to the bathroom. So I think we're gonna wrap this one up. We're probably how long are we gone? Forty. Oh, we got thirty seconds to go to forty-five minutes. But then we also have the time before uh, before my car got hit. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so we'll, I don't know uh, how long it's gonna be? You should extract that sound clip of that and send it to me <laughs> when they hit. But, uh, yeah, we're going to wrap this one up. We'll be back in maybe two, what, weeks. two weeks or maybe next week. We'll see. We'll see what the hell's going on. Well, let's look at the calendar right now because if we commit to it, it has to happen. Yeah, because nobody ever changes the plans. I try not to. Me neither. So, not, so two weeks will be the 22nd. Okay, so that'll be before Christmas? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we can do a pre-Christmas episode. But Christmas is on Monday. Yeah. It might be a quick one depending on the temperature. Cause That's true. But we'll make it work. Mm-hmm. We've done it before. We can do it again. Yep. All right, that's it for us. See you, everybody. See ya. That wraps up another episode of The Mention the Machine. If you would like to contact or subscribe to the podcast, please visit thementionthemachine.com. If you would like to leave a voicemail, please call 412-294-8557. If you hear that in the background, that's a jet, that's a lawnmower, and it's podcast day. And somebody's doing fucking yard work in December. Mm-hmm. We're gonna enjoy this plane go by. Next up will be the helicopters. What a majestic airplane. Hmm? What a majestic airplane. Mm, delightful.